BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we hate resolutions anyway. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. Fuck resolutions, seriously. (laughs) We'll talk more about that in a second. But by this time of the new year, we're like a month in now. Something like, I don't know, 80% plus of people who made New Year's resolutions have abandoned them. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That's totally fine. I feel like Captain America right now. Like, so you've abandoned your resolution. (laughs) Sitting down in the chair backwards, like making very intense eye contact because <laughs> oops, some things happened. Um, but for January's mental health check, we're here to hype you up, encourage you to own up to being the master of your domain and suggest some tips and tricks to continue to make progress on your health journey. I started as a resolutioner. I know that mm-hmm. I am not a typical case, um, but you can be a resolutioner and see that shit through is what I'm trying to say. So if you're still sticking yeah. to your resolutions, fucking yeah, more power to you. If you fell off the wagon, you're not the only fucking one. So let's talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's like statistically proven. Uh, I think it's like something, some, it depends on where you look, but between 13 and 20% of people actually carry through with the resolutions that they make at the end of the year. So the first thing that you should do is not stare at your cute dog when you're trying to read something. Um, I heard him walk it up. I'm like, oh, it's Mario time. <laughs> So break down your goals. Uh, What does that mean? It's okay. We promise you're not alone and you haven't failed just because you may have abandoned your resolutions. That's fine. Everybody does it clearly. 80 plus percent of people don't follow through with their resolutions. It's almost like you made bad goals to start with and you didn't know it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So we don't love resolutions around here because most of us set super lofty, huge goals that aren't always the easiest to achieve just because they're so large. So start by categorizing your goals between short and long-term, creating an action plan, which links the long-term goal with the near-term achievable goals and realistic ones ensures more success. Yes. Um, and I know, I know you're tired of hearing us talk about how important habits are, but habits build your life. Like no hyperbole. I'm not trying to be extra or like conflate things. Like your life is built around habits. I mean, when you break it down and look at your day-to-day life, we are fucking lemmings that follow a line on the road to wherever we need to be that day. Like it's just Mm -hmm. how we are. We live in a civilization that dictates. So it's okay. Habits are important. And we're going to break down your goals into more palatable bites and pieces. Like, that's what you need to do. If you struggle with that, 
that is when it behooves you to hire a coach. Now, I know coaches can be expensive. Trust me. I charge people rates that I'm, I probably wouldn't pay. But it's like, yeah. you know, if it's important shit and if you can fucking make the time for it, it's worth your money. But like, I know that like trainers and coaches are a luxury. That's what I'm saying here. I'm not saying that it's not fucking worth it, but it's mm -hmm. a luxury and that it should be treated as such. It's not a necessity, but it is very helpful if you have the time and energy and resources to put towards it. So think of it about this, like this way. If you make the goal of walking every day, but you're not currently doing that, it's a lot easier to make that a long-term goal. You want to turn your long-term six-month goal into, hey, I want to walk every day. That shouldn't be step one of your goal and step five of your goal being I'm going to run a marathon in six months because that's not realistic for most people. If you've never run before, the odds are very low that you're actually going to run a marathon in, you know, 180 days. Like, yeah. not to like shit on anybody's aspirations or anything, but like logistically planning wise and like what your body is capable of. And it's just probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. So make that your short-term goal. Make the walking your six-month goal and make the marathon your two-year goal. That's mm -hmm. how you break it into more palatable pieces. Now, I know people don't want to hear this because long-term success is not sexy, but that's what fucking works. I had this conversation with my best friend from high school literally yesterday. Her and her husband have picked up eating a you know more nutritious diet and you know moving their bodies. They go for walks. They do yoga. They don't do anything strenuous, but they both have seen the changes mentally and physically in themselves to the point where they're like, okay, I get what you're saying now, dude. We'll keep doing this bullshit. And it's like, mm -hmm. yes, like yeah. it, there is a payoff. It takes a while to get there, but once you see it, you don't want to fucking go back. And that's well, exactly. where you need to get. So like, so instead like, of like enforcing yourself to think, or I, I see it as forcing yourself to like when you build too lofty of goals, sometimes it feels like you have to force yourself to do stuff. And sometimes Absolutely. you do have to force yourself to do stuff. But if you're like not currently walking every day, but you want to be walking every day, it's easier to get up and go walk once or twice a week for 15 yep. minutes than it is to feel like we all know what that feeling feels like. Oh my God, I don't want to do this because you've set yourself up with this huge lofty goal. And it seems like all or nothing, like, oh my God, if I don't do this, then I failed. Just readjust. Yeah. It's easier to go on a walk once or twice a week for a month straight, which then you are building a habit. It's just that thing that you do on, you know, a couple days a week. Then maybe you adjust the next goal since you have attained that goal of moving your body a couple times a week. Then you can adjust it to, oh, I'm going to add Friday in there too. Yep. And it becomes easier to add things in because you've made it a more bite-sized goal that you can attain. Yep. So, and, and it's, it's easier mentally too, to keep adding things in slowly, because if you go too hard too soon, you're going to have to take things out. And when you have to pull things out of your routine, that never feels good in your brain. Exactly. It makes you feel like you're lacking somewhere. So don't set yourself up for that failure in that regard. Please start small. We encourage you to start small. Yeah. I don't care how small you start as long as you fucking start. Exactly. And once you're able to adhere to doing whatever your goal is a couple times a week and it, it ends up becoming that thing that you do say, yep. you know, like I said, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then that kind of becomes your habit. Um, the reward that you get out of incorporating that 15 minutes, like Sadie was just talking about with her friends that couple times a week is, is how good you feel when you've done it and maybe how clear your mind is. There's always yep. payoffs. There are. And once you get that smaller goal, again, consistently, you can add in that next level. It's like a set of stairs. You're always fucking building. And mm -hmm. that, that goal line is always going farther away, but you're always continually working closer at the same time. So 
like it's it's a never ending craft. I know you've heard us say it before, but it really does take time to master. And guess what? The good news is you have your entire fucking life to do so. Mm -hmm. No one's in a hurry to get anywhere right now unless you're specifically competing in a sport for something. And we're not talking to those people today. We're talking to regular ass people that just want to live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. So nail that smaller goal consistently add in that bigger goal. Keep working. You're going to hit that bigger goal sooner than you think you're going to hit that bigger goal because you've built in the consistency and the ethic and you just have it built into your brain as your routine from now on. Mm -hmm. So now maybe you want to walk a mile each time you go out. First, we were just looking at going out and walking. We don't care how far or how long, right. 15 minutes if you want to go for an hour because it feels good. Cool. Just build in the consistency of actually going through the routine of getting ready and getting out of the house. Once you get that part down, then we can start worrying about your distance or, you know, if you're lifting weights, we can start worrying about your, your per pound weights that mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, be worried. But first of all, we need to get you moving. Yeah. So if you're already not moving, just make moving the goal two yeah. times a week. That's what I challenge you. Go out on Tuesday and Thursday. If it's fucking cold, then go out on Tuesday and Friday. I don't care what fucking day you go. Just go two days a week to start. Then mm -hmm. put in that third day after like three or four weeks. And then you maybe in a month or two after that, you'll put in, you know, the fourth and fifth day. It's it's always it's always evolving. You're always going to be evolving. So if you feel like you're stuck first, remember that you're not. You're never stuck. You are the fucking master of your domain. You control everything that you do. You're never stuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we feel like we're stuck. Our brains trick us into thinking that we're stuck. But that's them being the shitty, squishy, gray matter pieces that they are sometimes like you got you to gotta break out of that mindset. If you feel like you failed, don't keep browbeating yourself because you failed a thing that you tried for, you know, <laughs> three weeks and decided, well, this shit's not going to work. First of all, it might not have worked because you didn't set yourself up very well. Think about right. that. Yeah, that and the other thing is, if your goal was to lose like 50 fucking pounds in a month, that's not realistic, first of right. all. Second of all, that's a, maybe it's 50 pounds in the whole year. Sure. People tend to, I'm, I've done it myself. That's why I can Same. feel like I can talk about this stuff yeah. because it's like, oh, I, I want to do this and I want to, you know, change that, whatever. But then when it doesn't immediately happen in three weeks, because I'm not seeing instant results or not getting to the goal fast enough, probably made too big of a goal, first of all. And second of all, maybe my why was off, right? Like if the resolution you made for yourself came from someone else's suggestion it makes it a lot more difficult to carry through. The motivation's yep. coming from outside the house. It's coming from down the street. So when you don't have as much of a personal connection with the goal, it doesn't stand as much of a chance to be able to, you know, see it through. So maybe you'll need to reframe your goals around yourself. Yeah. And remember, as we've told you before, or if you're new here, setting goals for yourself and attaining them yourself is not selfish and is an act of self-love. And if anyone tells you otherwise, uh, those are red flags that those are people that you probably shouldn't have in your inner circle. Right. Uh, you don't you don't want to have people in your inner circle that are looking to break you down and not build you up. That's not what your fucking inner circle is for. Your inner circle is for your biggest fans, not your most harsh critics. I am my harshest critic, so I fuck myself because I'm already in my inner circle. Hello, imposter syndrome party of one. What up? But like, think about this. The goal of losing 10 pounds becomes a lot more likely if you frame it in the way of thinking about how the weight loss is going to make it easier to go on a hike with your kids or your friends or how it's going to make you feel more confident giving a presentation or even just feeling more comfortable in your own skin. Now, we start talking about weight loss and people are going to start getting a little prickly because we we're not that we're not talking about it in that way. Like you need to lose weight. No, but there is this but if that's your that goal. Happens. Yeah. First, if it's your goal, then I want you to fucking obtain it if it's a good, safe goal. Right. Second, 
there is this phenomenon that happens several months into training. Once you do lose like 10 to 15 pounds that your body just starts to move a little better. Mm -hmm. Your joints don't feel quite as shitty. Maybe your back doesn't hurt as much. Like when we talk about losing weight, I don't mean like you need to lose a hundred pounds to look like fucking Cindy Crawford in 1984. That's not what I'm going for. I'm saying I want you to find your happy weight range where your body feels best. And that's mm -hmm. going to look different for everybody, but it still requires you to eat mindfully and move your body from time to time because your body, your body is a machine. What happens to machines that we don't use and we neglect if we don't do upkeep on them or computers, even for that matter, they'll roach out. They'll fucking stop working the way that they should because you haven't been doing the necessary components to keep them at optimum working level. Your body is no different. Mm -hmm. Like it should be something that you work into your day to day life as an enrichment thing, not as a punishment. So if you're if first of all, if you are using your goal as a form of punishment, knock that shit off. Yeah. Right. Fucking now. Full stop. I'm going to give you the mom voice. You need to quit doing that shit. Because well, you're not going to be like, I'm going to be totally blunt. You're not going to be successful at attaining that goal. Nope. And when you get there, it's probably going to feel shitty because it's as a punishment instead of out of enrichment for yourself. Because you're not celebrating anything. You're like, well, I fucking punished myself into doing this. Now what else can I punish myself? Like, it's a slippery slope mm -hmm. if you look at it that way. I've done it. Me too. <laughs> Don't do it. From someone that has punished themselves for reasons that aren't even their fucking fault for their entire life. Don't fucking do that. You woke up today. You're already winning. You're on fucking house money. Like go move your body as a celebration of you still being able to do that because there are people right now as we speak that wish they had that opportunity to go take a fucking 10 minute walk. Mm -hmm. Like, remember that not to get like, Oh my God, you need to think like, but dude, for real, if you are using your fitness and your nutrition as a way to punish yourself, that's completely fucked. <laughs> that's not what any of this is about. It's supposed right. to make your life better and easier, not fucking make you miserable and hate everything. Well, we, we realize too, that some, somebody listening to this right now might be in that headspace because mm -hmm. of diet culture and, and there's so much shit out there, but like telling you right now, you're going to have to figure out how to flip the script when you're able to make the resolution or goal about yourself in a positive way, whatever that positiveness looks like, find the positive. First yeah. of all, you're going to have to ditch the negative and the, well, I can't have a freaking banana because of whatever reason of whatever you've been consuming has been telling you that bananas and carbs are bad, whatever it may be. That noise. Bananas yeah. are great. They're full of potassium. That's going to keep you yeah. from getting cramps while you're working out. Exactly. It makes it a fuck of a lot easier to keep going. If the goal is about yourself because you're doing it for you. Yep. Make sure too, that your goals are harmonious, meaning that working on one does not lead to the detriment of another one. Yeah. And like, this is where alcohol can come into play. Like if you want to live a healthier lifestyle, um, you might have a goal of using less substances or cutting out drinking. Now that might interfere with your goal of socializing more with your friends. So you're going to have to find that happy medium to balance between the goals so that they don't feel like they are conflicting. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a necessary skill if you want to be a social person uh, that has goals in the gym or around like their nutrition it's really difficult if you don't put some ground rules in place for yourself before you start doing these things, because you'll find yourself in situations where you're going to cave mm -hmm. and then you're going to cave so hard because you've had such restriction that it's just going to fucking go to shit and you'll fall off the rails sometimes. And you're like, well, I already fucked off for seven days. What's another fucking seven days. Right. And then seven turns into 14 and 14 turns into 56. And then there's a year gone and you're like, Oh fuck, what happened? You right. fell off the wagon and you kept saying, Oh, it's all right. 
No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Set yourself up. Set yeah. yourself up. Like, try to find ways to balance these things. So, like, maybe meet your friends at a restaurant that also serves alcohol. This mm -hmm. is something I do as someone that doesn't drink anymore. Like, I will, I'll go hang out if we're going somewhere that isn't explicitly a bar. Can yeah. I get food there? Can I watch sports? Is right. there a TV? Is there food? I'm happy. That's all I need to entertain yeah. myself. I got my phone. I'll dissociate if people are getting drunk and it starts to bother me. Like, mm -hmm. it's cool. Try to come up with sober activities that will give you opportunities to socialize without feeling the pressure to drink. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you you really don't need alcohol or drugs to have fun in certain situations. They can make your time a hell of a lot more entertaining, but like right. they're not necessary. And I feel like the older you get, the more friends around you realize how not necessary drinking is. Um, and you're still going to have friends that like to drink and that's fine. Like to yeah. each their own, as long as it's not a detriment to your day-to-day -day life or your mental health, I don't give a shit. Do you? But because I feel like when you talk about not drinking, when you're someone that hasn't drank for a really long time, you come off really soapboxy and that's not what I'm trying to do. Like I right. fucking, if I had my way, I would still be able to drink. My body was like, nah, you're fucking done. I burned out my liver by the time I was 25. I can't metabolize alcohol anymore. So like I had to figure this shit out for myself and things that helped for me go to like Dave and Buster's, yeah. you know? We have adult arcades. They serve alcohol. So your friends that drink can still drink, but you can be fucking entertained by playing video games and skee ball for three hours. Like everybody wins. We have yeah. we have so many options. Like um fucking top golf. That's a good yeah. one because you can you're doing something active, which is always cool. There's food, there's TVs, there's couches, there's yeah. the, obviously there's alcohol. Like you just need to figure out the spaces that you want to occupy if you're not gonna drink. So, like for myself, I don't like to go hang out at breweries anymore. I really don't enjoy going to like, we have some really great local breweries and a lot of our friends are like, Hey, let's go to the brewery. And I'm like, no. Nah. And they're like, why not? And I'm like, what don't I do anymore? And they're like, Oh yeah, you don't drink anymore. I'm like, what is there only to do at a brewery? Right. Like don't set yourself up for failure like that. Know, know your triggers. First of all, figure them out, know them right. and then work around them. And just like, and it doesn't always have to, you know, do with alcohol. If your yeah. trigger is that new, you know, that you're going to eat that entire new Ore Oreoist Oreo. Oh my God. I haven't bought it. But all I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like if you think having them in the house means that you're going to binge on the whole entire thing, then don't put them in the house. Yeah. Make them a treat. Go buy them when you refill your car at the gas station. Then you get four or five and it's like, you know, exactly. Five five cookies is not going to ruin your day. Exactly. Eating an entire pack of Oreos could potentially ruin your right. day. Right. Yeah. You might get a stomach kick. Um, but if you lose track of the motivation behind your resolution, which is why we say fuck motivation, and it's not because motivation isn't useful because it yeah. can be. But if you lose track of that motivation, write down your why. It could be on a sticky note, put it somewhere you'll see it daily. This helps serve as a reminder that you can see at all times. So you put this in a prevalent place that you walk by or see every single day. Simple cues like that may sound really fucking cheesy. I get it, but they've shown to work and help folks be successful at achieving their goals because there's a constant reminder of why the goal was set in the first fucking place. Yeah. And if sticky notes are too much, you know, we all have a tiny supercomputer in our pockets, uh, schedule a note or an email to yourself each day that pops up that you can only see. Um, I have, so we have, you know, those little like slot letter boards that you can, I, you have one in your office. I've yeah, got one yeah. in my office. Mine just says do better. Um, yeah. It's the name of one of my favorite say anything songs, but it's also a saying that my friend Max and I have said for a long time to people that we get pissed off at. It's like do better. 
Mm-hmm. So fucking, you know, it's there every day. I turn around, I leave my desk to leave my office. I see do better. And it's like, all right, I'll fucking try. And if that doesn't work for you, okay. <laughs> I do. I, it's almost like a chant, but I came up with this phrase that I say to myself every single fucking Tuesday that I play hockey, every single one. And I didn't realize that my husband was doing the same thing. His is, mm. you know, tailored to him. Yeah. And in his specific wording and mine is similar, but like in my wording, always, and I repeat it to myself constantly, come up with something like that. Because when I do that, it just, it helps calm me down one. It helps focus me on what the goal of that point in my day is. And it makes it a hell of a lot easier. I don't beat myself up so much when I, I know this is shocking. I'm not a professional hockey player, Um, (laughs) but all I say to myself is, be confident, be where you need to be, be aggressive, and be a fucking problem. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It helps me and like, it just, it helps. I don't know. And maybe, you know, it's just like things like that, that you can repeat to yourself over and over again that are focused on your goal can also be a benefit. Yeah. And it's, it's all about, again, I'm sorry, you're going to have to do some work. It requires mm-hmm. a little bit of work on your end. Um, and, oh, we talked about the habit planners a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. This one's yours because I still haven't wrapped your fucking Christmas gift. <laughs> but so we got, we got these power habit planners and they're really fucking cool because they, they help you like figure out your habit loop. They have little like, So it starts with habits aren't destiny. Habits can be ignored, changed, or replaced. And I feel like that's a great fucking way to set the tone. Like they, they're not like the end all be all, but they are what we are. So like pay attention to them. Um, And it shows you like habit loops and there we go. Stuff like that. So like, those are really cool. Not an ad things that we actually use that we think are neat and might be helpful to you. It was like 12 bucks on Amazon, not super expensive. If you need a planner for the year, cause we're into January or end of January, there you go. Um, yeah, but like yeah. you, you got to set yourself up for success and that's going to require a little bit of work. And if you need help with that, you can always email us. Hello at me at testkitchen.com. I'm a certified ISSA certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. I'm working on my strength and cer- uh, conditioning coaching certificate right now. So like we got you. We're yeah. not just two fucking bitches on the internet that are talking out of our asses about shit that we don't know. We've right. done all of these things that we're talking to you about. And that's why we decided to fucking start a podcast and get certifications to talk to you about these things. So yeah. like set yourself up so you can win, please. Yes. And you've heard us say this before. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. But uh-huh. I mean, I hate to be blunt, but it's fucking true. If you don't have a plan whatsoever, it's going to be a, a, a billion times more difficult to actually see something through because you don't have the framework. You don't have a path to go down. A goal without a plan is a wish. I, I mean, wish. what would you do if you went to a different country without a fucking roadmap and you were expected to find places? Yeah. You'd get lost. You'd be confused. Exactly. You'd be fucking mad. <laughs> like this yes. is no different. Exactly. Most resolutions fail due to lack of planning around the objective. According to David, well, this is just a quote from David Freeman, the national training manager of Lifetime's Alpha program. Motivation cannot be the only item that gets you to your health and fitness objectives. 
you got to find your why. Yes. And motivation is more than your why. Your why is what you always go back to when you're feeling like shit. Like my why right now is to just be able to fucking walk like a normal person again because I still have a limp almost seven months after leg surgery. But it happens. I need surgery like such is life. That shit takes time to come back from. But my why is to just be able to get back to where I was, I don't know, two years ago. Because I know I'm not going to be able to immediately get back to how I was right before surgery. I was mm -hmm. fucking jacked. Dude, like we were this close to doing the watermelon crushing with our legs videos. <laughs> and then I went and fucking blew out my knee trying to train like I'm some sort of a goddamn runner. But anyway, <laughs> like find your why. Your why is what you're always going to lean back on when shit gets hard. Your why is that wall right behind you all the time. Mm -hmm. Walls are meant for us to lean up and rest on from time to time. Your why is that wall. So if you haven't put a plan together yet for your goals, reestablish what you want those goals to be. Write them down somewhere. Write to yourself in detail how you'll feel when you reach those goals and write down in detail how you feel if you don't. How important are these goals to you? Like once you've reached these goals, then what happens? You're going to have to, you know, do some thought cataloging and a little bit of journaling, but it doesn't require like constant, like, oh my God, I have to think about this sort of a thing, you know, like right. it's not that deep. No, it's not. If you need accountability, tell your people about your goals. Like, speak it out loud. Hey, my goal is to move my body three days a week. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I, and then that looks like it looks different for everybody. I mean, if you want to post it on social media, cool. If you want to send a picture to your people and be like, start a group chat and be like, hey, I did this today. What did you do today? Yeah. Make an actual fucking plan. Attaining your goals takes planning, period. I reason we've said make a plan 17 times in this episode that's only been 25 minutes so far is because it's that important. You can say you want to prioritize sleep, but how are you going to do that? I want to prioritize sleep, but if I don't have a plan in place, it's probably not going to happen. It might happen for one night. This is write down a plan about how your evenings are going to go to support the goal of prioritizing your sleep. I had a goal, a goal, like literally, I know this sounds real dumb to a lot of people. Probably. I wanted to make sure that I washed my face every single night and went through a facial skincare routine every single night. Was I the greatest at it in the beginning? No, but I had to put a plan. Before I, forget, before I remember to wash my face sometimes. I, and I, and I get it. And that's what I was doing, but I was doing it like every <laughs> single night. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs 20 minutes before I actually want to be in bed and trying to sleep. And I'm going to take my contacts out and I'm going to wash my face and do the toner and the serums and the cream. And, you know, I had to prioritize that. I had to put a plan together to wash my fucking face every night. I know that sounds ludicrous, but if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be almost two months now of consistently doing that. Right. Yes. Every now and then I am like super tired and I will fall asleep while I'm watching the news or something instead of, you know, washing my face first. But for the most part, I have been able to do that. And I control F while you were talking, the word plan is in here 15 times in the show notes without us free balling. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's that important. It is. You've got to. So if you want to move your body three times a week, you're going to have to have a plan for that. If yeah. you want to make sure that you fucking use teeth whitener every single day, put a plan together, even if it's as simple as a reminder. As someone that has done quite a few of the goals that I have set out for myself in my adulthood, shit doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And shit doesn't happen if you don't want to put the fucking work in to do it. 
Like if, if you're not willing to take initiative to make sure it gets done, I can guarantee goddamn to you, no one else is going to take initiative for you because they've all got their own shit going on. If you want to make this shit work and make it stick, you are the person that has to do it. Sure. You can hire a coach and they can tell you to work out and they can text you and remind you. But at the end of the day, you're the only fucking person that can walk yourself into the gym yep. or make yourself that dinner instead of ordering DoorDash, calling myself out right. on that one. <laughs> Um, but like you, you are the master of your domain and you've heard us say it before. We have an entire fucking episode called that because Sasha and I were not mastering our domain. So we fucking talked about it to own up to it because it happens. Like it happens. You're not the only person that this has ever happened to. You're not going to be the last person that this has ever happened to. Sometimes we get stagnant. Sometimes we get frustrated, but that's why you stick to a plan. So if your goal is to work out for a certain amount of days a week, then what's your plan for that? You're going to have to require yourself to actually put in the time to your schedule, because if you don't schedule it, spoiler alert, you're not going to fucking do it. Mm -hmm. If you're not used to already making the time to go do it, you can't freeball that shit. You have to make sure that you block it out and that you make it a non-negotiable. I have to do this as yep. long as your body feels good. You have to go do it. If your brain's not into it, whatever, that lazy bitch will come back around in 10 minutes after you get on the treadmill. Exactly. But like, you're going to have to require yourself to figure out what type of programming you actually like. And that's when we talk about finding your soulmate workout. Another episode that we did. Oh, my God. Li going back and listening to that episode, episode four or something. Very stark <laughs> contrast to the yeah. product that you're used to now because we were still finding our legs. But we have an episode called Finding Your Workout Soulmate. And it's really fucking important because my main workout that was motivating me and wanting me to keep going has changed, I don't know, probably seven or eight times in you know, the six yep. or seven years that I've been doing fitness. Like, it's okay. Your goals are going to evolve. They're like you. They're ever evolving and ever changing. So don't have that fixed mindset bullshit of making sure that you have to fit into this box or that circle. Otherwise, your goal is null and void just because you don't look like somebody on the internet that you're trying to train like, you know? Yeah. Spoiler alert, you're probably never going to look like that person. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. And that was what we talked about on last week's episode, mm -hmm. because you can't fight your genetics. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Set a plan, yeah. but you're going to also have to be flexible with that plan. Behavior changes or updates can be super challenging, but it is not all or nothing. If you realize a few weeks in or a month into the year that getting into the gym four times a week just won't fit into your schedule, update your fucking resolution. Yeah. It's not a failure. It just means that your re resolution wasn't quite quite right for you right now yeah. plan to check in with your goals periodically and adjust as you need to like yeah think about it as like a business plan or you know like a project for school whatever you know just it, i'm gonna use business plan because we're all adults with a bunch of fucking really important busy things to do in our lives if your business plan is too lofty what do you do you rein it back in a little bit and you minimize it a smidgen but you don't completely stop doing it mm -hmm. you just got to retool it just because exactly. you couldn't achieve it from day one doesn't mean that you're shitty on day one. It means that you're not ready yet and you need to scale it back a little. That's exactly. all that means. You need I a smaller goal to get to the bigger one. Yes. I wish that fucking social media wouldn't make us feel like our goals need to be these giant earth shattering things because dramatic results are exciting and get you clicks. Who gives a fuck? Right. Do what works for you, which is this. What is sustainable? I, I talk for a living. Can you tell <laughs> too many S's? Um, but do what works for you. So what if it doesn't look like what fucking Zendaya is doing for her workout on Instagram? Like, 
you have completely different goals than her. You have completely different goals than Katrin David's daughter or Maddie Rogers and you or have even, <laughs> even Alex, even Alex, like completely Alex different access to the things that those people have access yes. to. You don't have the same resources. Like these are, I feel like we do this a lot. We have this conversation a fuckload on this podcast, but it's because Sasha and I keep seeing the same bullshit day in and day out on social media because we live there. We promote our podcast on there. We work on the internet. We are media personalities. That's what we do. And we're fucking tired of seeing the same stupid shit over and over again. Fuck Vin Sanity. I don't care how many goddamn YouTube pre-roll ads I see with that smug motherfucker's face in it, dude. He has been a snake oil salesman since before he had 10,000 followers on Instagram. I remember. That's how long I've been following these fucking people on Instagram. Like, yeah. V-Shred is bullshit. Don't do it. There's a difference between admiring and looking up to people like yeah. Alex, you know, like the people you were mentioning before that, before the last two, <laughs> yeah. um, and then trying to be them and expecting that you do the exact same things as them that you're going to mimic their results because they that's just professional. Exactly. They do and have they access to other things than you do. And that's okay. And people, people like people forget that for some reason, yeah. because they are normal people. All famous yeah, people are. are just normal fucking people. I've met many, many, many famous people. I can tell you they are much like all of us. They just have a very high profile job and make a shit ton more money than us and have way cooler friends. But like, they're all the same. So I can I can tell you without a doubt that like you are never going to attain the goals of someone that is a professional athlete, even if that sport is easily accessible to you. Because you didn't have the same background of knowledge. You don't have the same performance mm -hmm. background. You don't have the same coaches as they do. You don't you know. You can get there eventually, but just don't yeah. think that by mimicking, you know, as we say on every podcast, stop comparing yourself to other people. Do what you works for find you. Find your own map. Yep. Retool your map when you need to, because sometimes you're going to need to. I've changed what my goals are so many fucking times on this journey. I can't even count anymore. Same. <laughs> and I've now I'm training for running again. I took yeah. three months off of running and now here we are again. So I'm going to adjust and go to, back to originally what I was doing just because I know that it helps with my goals and I want to shave time off this time around. So you just are going to have to be willing to be flexible yeah. with yourself. Allow yourself some grace. God damn it. We've said that before too, but uh, all these things, like I feel like we have to reinforce them in ourselves. So we reinforce them in you because if it's happening for us, there's a pretty decent chance that you might be battling the same mental monsters as we do. So like, don't beat yourself up because you don't look like that person that you follow on Instagram with 650,000 followers. Like it's okay. And that person that you follow is going to be the first other person besides us to be like, please don't try to be like me. It's not sustainable for you. It's not realistic. We're not set up the same way. There are so many environmental factors that are in play that you don't even realize when you try to set yourself up to look like somebody that you admire. Everybody loves like, like look, admiration is great. Everybody mm -hmm. fucking loves it. It feels good. But when you see people want to try to do something that they don't understand, A, the risks involved, B, how much hard work it takes, or C, straight up how fucking long it takes, it gets really frustrating when people are like, your goals, I want to be just like you. And it's like, thank you. Give yourself about However, five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to take some time. Like, so not to like, don't, don't think that you shouldn't compliment people you admire. Oh, Please right. do. We need more positivity on the fucking internet. Do it. But like, keep these things in mind that you only see so much of what goes on in someone's life. 
you have no idea what's going on for that another 95% of their day. Exactly. So if your plan blew up in your face, it's fine. You're it fine. It does happen. Just set yourself up again, reevaluate what those goals are, makes the tweaks that you need to, in order to get to the smaller goal first, you can run a mile by the end of the year. I promise you, yeah. you're going to have to walk a few times a week before you get there. Yeah. Such is life. You got to get your joints used to being able to move before you can really start. Cause people are like, Oh, I want to run. And it's like, you don't understand the impact and strain on your joints when you go from not walking at all to running right away. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we've got merch. We have programming. Go to meatheadathletics.com. Obviously always the meathead, um, the show notes, excuse me, are at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Follow us on social media. She's at meathead Sadie, S-A-D-I-E. I am at meathead Sasha, S-A-U-S-H-A, because we can't spell our names without being unique. Um, <laughs> we're also at MTK staff on the Twitter and be fucking nice to each other and please be nice to yourself. Yeah, if Wiley e. Coyote cartoons taught us anything besides that that motherfucker never dies, just dust <laughs> that shit off your face, stand up and go chase the Roadrunner tomorrow, dude. You got this. Me and Tess Kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.